Hello, and thank you for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If you enjoy this message, we invite you to check out River of Life live this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit riveroflifefl.com for service times and directions. That's riveroflifefl.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. Heaven. I'll be able to sing like that. <laughs> wow. Well, how awesome. I want you to open your Bibles this morning to Genesis chapter 12. I'll read the first three verses. Genesis chapter 12, first three verses. And while you're turning, I, I want to welcome you to Dome Celebration. This is our anniversary celebration, and we are excited about it. We've been here 14 years now, and uh, God has blessed us, and we want to just uh, remember. Uh, we can't remember it all, but we want to look back and do some reflecting and, and just remember what God has done in this place. And then in just a few moments... Uh, we'll dismiss this part of the service, clear these chairs out. I need all the guys in the church to help me. We can do it in like three or four minutes, clear these out, set the tables up, bring the food in, and then we're going to feast. And for those of you who did not bring food, I knew there would be some of you that wouldn't. And so my wife and I cooked enough for everybody in the church. That, that's, I'm speaking evangelistically now. Uh, <laughs> that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But listen, we have food galore. Uh, we've ordered food. Many of you have brought food. Please, please do not leave. You're rebelling against God if you leave and go to a restaurant and eat. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. You have to stay and eat with us or you're going to hurt our feelings. Um, now, uh, the reason I want to read Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, is because this was the foundation passage of Scripture that we used in the beginning when we started preparing spiritually and physically to move to the center of the county. In fact, we put a name over the project itself. We called it the Genesis 12 Project. Coming to the center of the county was the Genesis 12 Project. And we took it from these first three verses. Follow along as I read. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation today. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family... And go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now, this is what we gleaned from that passage of Scripture. Sometimes... Sometimes, God says to us, it's time for you to move to a new place. Sometimes, God says it's time for you 
to leave your relatives and to leave your friends and to go to a new place, a new place in your life. Not because you don't love them anymore, but just because you're obeying the voice of the Lord. Sometimes God says, it's time for you to move to a new place and do a new thing and a new work that will bring glory to the Lord your God. Sometimes, sometimes God says it's time to walk out of the old and into the new. To walk out of the old and into the new, not because the old was bad, but because the new is better and because God is up to something. And when God says it's time to go to a new place and do a new thing and we obey Him, that's when you begin to see the power of God. That's when the hand of God begins to move because we're obedient, God begins to move, great things begin to happen, and almost always when God says it's time for a new place, a new work, a new thing, and we say, okay, Lord, uh, we don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll trust you, and you step out on faith and you do it. Almost always, you're not the only one that gets blessed. Many people start getting blessed because a few people obeyed the Lord. And so... In the beginning, I'm serious, in the beginning, we really believed. I'm talking pastor, staff, uh, board members, leadership of the church. We really believed that God had spoken to us and said, it's time to go to a new place. It's time for you to move. It's time for you to do a new work. And that new place, that new work was this, that God wanted us. This was our original vision that God wanted us to establish an interdenominational, interracial, spirit-filled church in the geographical center of Wakala County. And so believing that God had truly spoken to our hearts, we started our little 10-mile journey. That doesn't sound very far, does it? We started our little 10-mile journey to the center of the county and we arrived here at this place 14 years ago. And my, how exciting it's been. Now, I, I want to quickly say so that you won't think we're uh, uh, overstating what's going on. I know River of Life is not Israel. And I'm certainly no Abraham. But the same God that spoke to Abraham and said, I want you to move and start a work is the same God that spoke to us. And we did it. We did it. it was, I mean, we stumbled and fumbled and struggled and, and there was a lot of growing pain. But we believed we got a word from God and we wouldn't give up. And I want to tell you that from the beginning, God has been blessing. Amen. From the beginning, God's been blessing. Now, I want you to hear a testimony of our first member when we got to the center of the county. In fact, he joined the church before we even finished building it. But there was a testimony in it. The lights will go down. I want you to see this. Hi, I'm George Nelson. They say I'm the first member of Rupert Light. I, I joined this church before it was built here. It's, I joined in South Chapel. The reason I joined, I'm not so sure why, but in the 50s and the 60s, I was 
I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in 61. And this field here, we used to call it the morning field. Mm -hmm. And I was a member of this, uh, the church about a thousand yards down the road for 42 years. Some members of the community came to me and asked me what was they doing. Then they just had cleared the trees and stuff and and uh, later on they planted some peas in this field. So one of the fellows that lived back at this church came to me and asked me what was going on. And I came over to see what was going on. By that time they had, I believe, the foundation down. And uh, when I drove up, I was working for the county. And I drove up and asked who was in charge of uh, this construction. And somebody pointed to a fella out there, and Henry came up and said he was uh, in charge. And I asked what was going on, and he said, it was the fellow of the church. And I said, well, do you need some help? And he said, you look for a job? I said, no, I'm, I have a job. There's some guys across the road over there. I'm trying to get them some work. And he said, no, if uh, we hire some, most everybody here are doing on their volunteers. And if we need some help, we'll think about them. And uh, he said, well, why don't you come out and give us a few days, a few hours of, of uh, volunteer time. I thought about it and said, okay, I'll think about it. And I guess during that week I came back and told him I wanted to do some volunteer. You know, that was, I hadn't taken a vacation in my life. I took two weeks of my vacation, came out here and started working and doing work around here on the church and Henry invited me down to South Choppy, to the church down there. And one Sunday morning I decided I, well I'd check them out, I'd go down to South Choppy. The strangest thing happened, I went down to South Choppy and I parked. I didn't see anybody around. So I got my Bible and I walked out, got out of the car, walked to the back of the car and something said, these people don't want you here. So I walked a few steps toward the church. I came back around, got in my car, closed the door, cranked up, sit there a few minutes, cranked up and said, well, I'm going somewhere else. And I came back out got to the service station there, turned right to go to Caraville to a church where my wife was going that day. And I made it. I got the circle, I don't know, something just turned me around the circle. I went back to the church, found my same park, and I got out. I said, devil, you're not going to do this to me. So I knew two people, uh, Dallas and Denzel. I can't tell them apart, but Dallas and Dennis are the Dallas and Dennis. So Dallas and Dennis, I knew them, and I asked somebody, I said, where is Dallas and Dennis? And they said they was in the one room, this room, or something like that. I said, but you can go in there, you can go in the church and sit in the church. And I went into the church, and then one of them came behind me and patted me on the shoulder. And during... Uh, the sermon, I don't know what it was about, but after the sermon, they called for the invitation. I went up to the, uh, for the invitation, kneeled down, and 
at the altar call and I was there, Lord, why am I here? Why am I here? Something said, this is where I want you to be. I wasn't so sure about what that meant. But then someone came and put an arm around me and asked me what did I want to be prayed for. And I said, I don't know, but something the Lord is telling me that this is where I need to be. This is where I want you at. And I, it was Henry that would ask me, and I said, the Lord is telling me this is where I want you to be. Henry stopped the service and told me to something that they need to hear. I repeated the same thing. And Henry asked the church, what are we going to do? And they accepted me as a full pledge member. And I've been here ever since. The church that this is, and after talking sometime 14 years before Henry got the idea to build this church, I had seen it. Ooh. This is just the beginning. I saw this church 14 years before Henry conceived the idea of building this church. God bless you. George, wave at me. Stand up, George. Wow. Wow. You know, when a man shows up, and, and I remember the day, and we were working, and it was hot, and George showed up, and we talked, and then he came back, and, and I got to tell you, this was a faith venture. This, it all looks easy now, but this was a faith venture, and when we, when, when we went to work, and then George showed up and then took two weeks vacation and worked every day, all day long, he worked here. And, and while, while uh, you know, we appreciated that, it was a lot bigger than that. We knew that God would be, be sending people, that George would be the first fruits of those who would come alongside of us and help us. And that, that God was blessing this project. And I, I don't know if you heard this, but, um, and you'll have to get George, so uh, get him to tell you the story. But when I realized that we were building this church on holy ground, that we were building this church on a piece of property that had been known as a field of prayer, as uh, uh, the, the morning fields, as he called it, a place where 60, 75 years ago, people would come to this very location and pray and get before God and weep and mourn and cry out to the Lord until the Holy Spirit touched them and filled them. Uh, when we found out we were, we didn't know, but God knew. And that's how we arrived here. And so uh, God always has some surprises along the way when we obey Him, doesn't He? 
And, and so that was such a, a great encouragement to me. Again, the journey has not always been easy, but it has always been exciting. For the core group that initially received the vision, and for those who have come alongside of us all along the way, I want you to see and hear some more testimonies of those who have been a part of this journey. Hi, I'm Wade Hilton. I came to the center of the county with River of Life from Sopchoppy because this is the most dynamic, spirit-filled, and exciting church in the world. And I can't imagine myself Hi, I'm Betty Fusco. I made this journey from Sopchavi here because I believe in the dream of an interracial, interdenominational church. Besides that, God won't let me go anywhere else. Um, I joined the River of Life um, at the beginning and I uh, was drawn to the church. We, my mom and I drove by daily and we watched it come up from the ground and I told my mom that uh, I felt like I wanted to be a member of this church. Hi, my name is Aramantha Harris. Uh, I joined the church at the beginning because I was looking for a church where I could feel comfortable and feel the spirit of the Lord and at that first Sunday I just knew this was the place to be. Hello, my name is Todd Meyer. I started my journey here about 10 years ago. I uh, came here from Michigan because the Lord led me here. because everyone has a home here. It's a family environment. Hello, my name is Al Terrell and uh, I've been here at River of Life for approximately two years and uh, I got connected here and, and, and been so overwhelmed by the love and by the sense of family and by the sense of connection here. Uh, me and my lovely wife and my kids here have just gotten connected. My kids have gotten connected into the children's ministry and it has been absolutely wonderful. I'm Kate Epperson and my family and I have been attending River of Life for about three and a half years. I actually showed up here from visiting with my relatives and we knew we had to be back here. So after going back to Vermont, we decided this was our home. So we came back down and we joined River of Life. Hi, I'm Brian Blackwell, also known as Blackie. And my journey with River of Life began about four and a half years ago when my family was new to the county 
and my favorite thing about River of Life is they just completely love my family in the way that Jesus would and they hold us accountable as well and are super supportive of our walk with Christ. My name is Cindy Lewis. We moved to Crawfordville about three years ago. We started attending another church, but we didn't feel like the biblical teachings were completely accurate. So we started coming to River of Life because it's closer to our house. All three of our sons have been saved here, so we decided to join the church, and this is our home. Circumstances and the Spirit of God drew Diane, Priscilla, and I to Sopchapter First Baptist, Mother's Day, 1983. The pastor got a vision about an interracial, interdenominational church in the center of the county, and when the move was made, I came here because I was still looking for more that I had not yet experienced, and I'm still looking for God to do more for me in the coming days. Praise God. By the way, uh, I, I just feel like it, it's, it's just a terrible thing that we've allowed denominationalism to divide us. Uh, the fact is, I, I heard a great black preacher say one time, he said, the blood that unites us is thicker than the water that divides us if it's the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so let's just do something. Everybody here from a Baptist background, stand up. All right? Sit down. Now, by the way, now, by the way, if you're in another background, you can stand up also. Everybody from a Methodist background, stand up. Okay? All right? Be seated. Everybody from, uh, let's just lump all this together. Everybody from a charismatic or holiness or Pentecostal background, stand up. All right, these are our shouting people here, by the way, folks. <laughs> these are the ones that shout. <clears throat> All right, you may be seated. Hey, everybody from a Catholic background, stand up. All right, I love our Catholics, I tell you what. They, they get on fire, they go all the way, I tell you, I, I love that. Uh, everybody from any other background that I didn't name, stand up. What? <laughs> All right, what did I miss? Really? Really? Well, I'm glad to meet one. <laughs> yeah, and, and welcome back home. Praise the Lord. Y'all been going, what, three years? And now you're coming back? Praise the Lord. And that's exactly what we want. Hey, I want to read a verse to you. Uh, this is Isaiah... 43.19, Isaiah 43.19, God says, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already, what? Begun. Begun. 
<clears throat> Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. Do you know what that means? That means through all the obstacles. I'll make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. That means that God will bring refreshment. That He'll bring life where there has been no life. Now i got to tell you, friends, I love that passage of Scripture. I'm about to do a new thing. I've already begun. I'm gonna, I'll take you through the obstacles. I'll bring in the refreshing presence of God. Uh, you see, we've been here now 14 years. And we still believe God's up to something new. We still believe that what God brought us here to do has not yet been done. In fact, we actually believe we're just getting started. We're in the infancy uh, of this thing. I, I, we, we are excited that God is about to do something new in this county and in this church. And by the way, that's the reason that we're not just sitting here idle. I hope you'll do what Chuck said. I hope you'll look out back. In fact, in just a few weeks, we're going to have a ground dedication. And we're going to dedicate a piece of ground out back. We've already got it staked out. 10,000 square feet under roof. We're going to have a children's worship center. And it's going to be out back. And we're excited about that. And we already have the preliminary plans for a new worship center that will, that will seat twice what this building will seat. And you, <clears throat> you may be thinking, how in the world will we pay for that? Well, friends, we didn't know how in the world we would pay for this. <laughs> but we did. God made a way. And right now we're on 16 acres and we have all these buildings and we don't know anybody anything. And by the way, when this children's building is completed uh, within the next four months, did you say scooter? No, I'm, <laughs> within about... <laughs> Within about the next eight months, eight or nine months, when that children's building is completed, it will be paid for. Why? Because when God guides, He provides. That's the kind of God we serve. And, and so I, I just want to tell you, we're, we're excited. A, a few more things, and then we're going to get ready to eat. But I won't. <laughs> did I hear an amen in the house? <laughs> this is extremely important. And I want you to listen. We believe, I believe as a pastor, the staff believes, the board believes, leadership in this church believes that the work of God is about to be accelerated in this church. We believe things are getting ready to go to a new level. And that's the reason we're praying the way we're praying on Wednesday nights. That's the reason we're getting ready to build buildings is because by faith we believe God's getting ready to do something big. And we're excited about that. Uh, we believe more people will be saved than ever before. And we're seeing a lot of salvations. Did you know we've baptized over 100 people this year, this calendar year? But I believe that'll be nothing compared to what God does in the days to come. Uh, I don't know where the world's headed, but I believe God's got some plans for us against the backdrop of the world that will be a haven for people to run to. I really believe that. More people will be saved. I, I, we believe that more and more people will be healed physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, that this will be a place of healing. 
We, we believe that this will be a place of restoration, families that have been torn apart, uh, uh, all kinds of confusion that the enemy has brought into lives and hearts and families, that this will be a place where God will bind people back together with the love of Jesus. And, and I'll tell you something else. We believe this will be a house of deliverance, a real house of deliverance. A place where people will be delivered from addictions, all kinds of addiction. A place where prison doors will be open. A place where our God will set the captives free. I, I, I want to I ask you, how many of you know at least one person? You know at least one person who's being held captive by the enemy? Somehow, some way. All over this house, we all know people, don't we? Don't you want to be in a church where the power of God is moving and where we know if we can just get them into the presence of God, that God will set the captives free? We also believe that God will continue to bring more and more people alongside of us. And more and more people will catch that vision to see a great, mighty move of God in this county and, and I, and I want to say to you today, if God speaks to you, God speaks to your heart, and God tells you to join River of Life, don't hesitate. This is a work of God. Amen. This is a true work of God. No man could have done what God has already done in the last 14 years. Don't hesitate. Some powerful and exciting things are on the horizon. But even... More than that, and that would be enough reason to join, but more than that, if the Holy Spirit is telling you to join this church, then what God is saying to you is it's time for you to move to a new place. It's time for you to get involved in a new work, a new place, a new thing, so that God can work through you. And if you obey the Holy Spirit, you'll be blessed, but many, many, many other people will be blessed also. Would you pray with me, please? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. Thank you again for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today or you need someone to pray with you, then please let us know. You can call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to visit River of Life this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. For more information, visit us at riveroflifefl.com.